This is your host, Natalie Allport, and welcome to the All In Podcast. If you have listened to any past episodes, you know that today's topic is something that I'm extremely passionate about. And I have worked hard on composing this in the best way possible because I think it's a really important topic to communicate well. So I'm going to try my best to navigate towards it. Also keep it short and sweet because I think this is the perfect episode to send to the male identifying individual in your life who is trying to figure out how they can support and elevate women in sports, um, as well as maybe even those people in your life who just don't understand why it matters for them to be vocal about it. So without further ado, let's go all in. Okay, men, this is how you can support women in sports from a female athlete. Now, when I say women in sports, I don't just mean female athletes or sports teams, sports leagues. I also mean women working in the front end, in the back end of organizations or in the sport industry. Now, number one, and I think the most important, and this is something that as a woman, I have to do as well because of internalized misogyny that I've had growing up. And this is challenge your unconscious beliefs. If you were raised hearing small comments or microaggressions towards girls and women, putting them down, just saying that they're not capable of doing the same things, whether that's in sports or out of sports, um, saying that women should belong, you know, in the kitchen or little comments like that versus playing sports, little comments saying, oh, you throw like a girl. Oh, if you, you need a man up or be better to be better at sports, little comments that put women down, especially in the sports context challenge those beliefs. And those are beliefs I have also had a challenge. When I was growing up, I was also told the same things. You know, you throw like a girl. So I always wanted to get a compliment saying I played sports like a boy. And now I've realized that that wasn't what I actually wanted. What I wanted was that throwing like a girl is badass and awesome. And now I own that and say, if someone says, oh, uh, you don't want to throw like a girl. I'm like, yes, of course you do. Because women are strong and badass. And why is throwing like a girl put down as bad? Like, let me show you some examples of women who throw incredibly amazingly um, are, you know, professional softball, baseball, football players. And I'm so glad that we have that representation now, but we didn't always. And those are little things like internalized misogyny that even I have to deal with. So especially as a man or male identifying person, this is definitely something that I would recommend doing first is challenging those unconscious beliefs. Like, why don't you believe that female athletes aren't worth watching? Or why do people around you not believe that? Why do you believe that men's sports are inherently more entertaining or better? Why do you rather see a male sports reporter than a female one if that's something that you've been noticing? Why do you trust a male coach more than a female coach? If you're in a hiring position in the sports industry, this is incredibly important, challenging these unconscious biases. Why would you rather hire this male for this role? Why are you testing or requiring more from the woman to prove herself versus a male counterpart? Are there some unconscious biases there that you need to unpack to make it a more even playing field? Now, number two is pretty simple. Watch games. Watching games helps with viewership numbers. It drives more dollars to the game. If you are a sports fan, it's not about comparing the women's game to men. It's about having more opportunities to watch sports and support athletes. So if you are a big sports fan, wouldn't you 
rather have all these other options, these new leagues, these new athletes to be able to support, celebrate, especially, you know, if you have a daughter or so on and so forth, something, a role model to show them, but also just as a man and even to show your sons these role models of incredibly strong athletes. I want to see Serena Williams or any female athlete for that matter put into the same conversation that you would uh, Wayne Gretzky or a LeBron James when you're talking about role models to your young sons. Because at that age, they don't really see the difference until you make that difference, until you say, you know, only look up to males, only look up to men in sport. And for girls, here's your only other options as well. We need to kind of break that bias down. And so I think that's that's something that's important. And I didn't mean to elaborate that far into the simple answer of, you know, watch games, but here we are. I'm very passionate about this topic. Number three is recognize your privilege as a man in sport. This is a tough one. Um, I think anyone doesn't like being confronted saying that they have a privilege, but in the patriarchal society that we have, it is true that as a man, you do have privilege and uh, you've grown up with more opportunities. Sure, maybe there are more men competing against each other for sport opportunities or whatever. I've, I've heard these arguments before um, for sure, but you do have these potential opportunities. A lot of girls grow up, they are passionate about sports, that's what they wanna do, but they have absolutely no professional league that they could play in. And so eventually they have to focus on other things, um, which prevents them from developing into the best athletes they could possibly be because they know that they need to pursue school. They need to pursue these other options when what they're calling is what they feel their purpose is, is to play the sport, but they don't have that opportunity. Or, you know, my, my women's hockey team at high school, we just got the hand-me-down jerseys of the men. And what is funny was that our men's team was only house league players. If you played competitive boys hockey, you were not allowed to play on the boys high school hockey team versus we had some of the top athletes. We had athletes who, uh, female athletes who went on to go play at schools like Princeton from our program. Yet we were just wearing the hand-me-down Jersey of the boys. So there are a lot of different disparities and, uh, disparities when it comes to opportunities for women and girls in sports. And it's important that you at least recognize that. Um, there's less negative connotation, societal stigma and barriers to entry or to progress than women in sports for you as a male in sports. And if you can use this privilege to advocate for women, I think this is incredibly important. Not just, you know, some generic post on International Women's Day saying that you love and support the women in your life. That's great. I, we hope that you love and support all the people in your life. But how are you actually working to improve inequalities for women? How are you helping women in your life or not in your life actually get ahead? How are you helping the next generation strive towards breaking down some of these inequalities? Are you using the privilege that you have to elevate women? Um, and, and the privilege that you have, in a sense, apart from maybe what job you do or whatever it is, is just being a man. And if you can talk, and uh, this will be actually the next point that I bring up, but Talk with your guy friends about women's sports. Challenge them when they say a negative connotation. That is a privilege to be able to do that because as a woman standing up for yourself and having to go up to a man and stand up and say, hey, you shouldn't say that about me or my sport, that takes a lot of effort. It's an uncomfortable position. Um, they might not take a woman as seriously, but when it comes from a friend, from a fellow man, that's where you can use your voice to elevate women. Um, you can call it out when maybe you're being paid more than a woman in the same role with the same experience, especially if you're in the sport industry. 
Uh, we have seen several male athletes doing so over the past few years of using their privilege to elevate women in sports, which I think is amazing, which includes top male athletes using their salaries to elevate women's sports leagues, invest in women's sports teams, new leagues, as well as to help their female counterparts get sponsorships, more visibility, and collaborations. And what is amazing is we're actually seeing the women's sports community then support those male athletes more. So it's great for the person supporting and it's great for who they are supporting. So bringing into the next point, which I mentioned a little bit in the last one is be vocal. Don't be silent about your support. This is a big one. I know so many people in my life who are like, yeah, of course I support women's sports, but I've never seen you post about it once. But a male athlete does one little thing and it's all over your feed. And I think something I'm like the most proud of in life, I was joking with a friend about this um, because she messaged me like, wow, I think your brother supports women's sports and female athletes more than even I do. And I was like, this is my proudest accomplishment because he is elevating, especially he's a skier. Um, and so in the ski community, snowboarding, climbing, rock climbing, biking, he's always posting about female athletes and their accomplishments much, much more than about the male athletes. And I think that's so important. He is definitely using his privilege as a male in the ski industry to elevate some of these voices and these people and make it more normal among his friends through him sharing that some of his friends will say, oh, I'm going to share this too, or I didn't know about this. This is so cool. I'm going to go check out this girl's video part. I'm going to go watch her at the next competition. Things like that. Versus we all know that there's so much media coverage already for male athletes. In fact, they have 96% of media coverage. Only 4% goes to female athletes. So being vocal, not being silent about your support, Talk to your friends about women's sports the same way you do about men's sports. If you're just casually sitting down at the bar for a beer, um, you're, you're hanging out at your high school with your friends, you're talking about male athletes, talk about female athletes. Talk about, you know, oh, who won the game last night in a women's sports. Awards and conversations matter, and that's where things really make a difference. Like I've talked about on episode about mental health, like the if you can talk about those things with your friends, you can destigmatize a conversation. You cannot be like talking about women's sports and laugh, haha, it's worse than men's, blah, blah, blah. You challenge that and you normalize the conversation. That actually makes a difference because there's a ripple effect to that. Now, next is follow and share your favorite athletes and teams on social media. This gives them more sponsorship opportunities and it supports their endeavors. It helps them get more sponsors um, and it just helps out their content. If you're engaging with their content, you're sharing it, this can help them a lot. And if you've noticed that a lot of these things that I'm saying are free ways to support women in sports and they don't take up much of your time. So if you want to support female athletes and women in sport, share their content, advocate for them, follow them get to know the leagues and the teams and the storylines that encourages more things to be created, more content to be created around women in sport about female athletes. I know it is a huge boost for me when I have posts shared people messaging me that they share their posts with their kids. They share their posts with their hockey teams. Sometimes this passes along to someone who's deciding um, a campaign, which might select me. So unknowingly just sharing uh, your favorite female athletes content and supporting these teams can go a really long way as well as if you're seeing hate in some of these people's comments. I, as a female athlete, unfortunately I get a lot of hate 
for, I, I will say, I believe for no reason, I think I practice extreme ownership, but I post something very positive, an uplifting message for women. And I just get comments like women's sports suck or, you know, all these different things. And that is something that women have to go through. Um, and that you might not understand as a male in sports, but a lot of female athletes get hate. They get pushed back. When we fight for inequality, we put ourselves out there to getting some negative comments from a lot of guys. And it gets really tiring having to deal with that, having to combat that, having to try to get on the right side of the internet so that the, you know, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube is pushing your videos out to more of your intended audience and less of these haters because as they're engaging, it's going out to more people like them, which is very unfortunate and goes down a really dark loophole as I have learned uh, over time. So you, uh, you know, leaving positive comments, sharing it with positive people, that always, always is beneficial. So we got two more things left. Second last one is provide opportunities. So if you're in a role where you can decide, you know, sponsorships, support, um, maybe hiring or just making connections. I think that's incredibly important. And today when I was, I was driving home from physio and I was thinking about this one, I was just thinking about the podcast and what I wanted to say here, uh, today. And one big one that stood out to me was jobs. I think that is such an un over underlooked thing. And as much as, as female athletes and women in sport, we advocate for, having women in sport treated the same way as men in the fact that we don't need to have full-time or part-time jobs to make ends meet, to support the fact that we're being paid, you know, often less than, uh, poverty level as a female athlete, because some of these leagues don't pay, or I've heard of in some of the hockey leagues where players have to pay for their own equipment. You've probably heard stories. If you listen to past episodes from some of the female athletes that I've had on, whether they're Olympic gold medalists or they're professional in their sport, a lot of them are not being paid living wages. Some of them are, but it's not even close to what their male counterparts are making. So in the scenario that some of these athletes, especially an athlete training for the Olympics needs a job. If you are able to provide that and being flexible with their schedule, I know as a young, you know, teen athlete, Athlete. I had employers that were amazing at doing that. And sometimes I had pushback from other employees who felt I was being treated special because I got time off to go to my training as I was trying to make the uh, Olympic team. But I think if you are an employer and you're able to do that, and I've seen that in the Ottawa community, uh, that's where I live where they, some local employers hire uh, an athlete who they know is going to go away for six months, but they're able to make it work because they want to support local sport. They want to support female athletes. I think that is incredibly important and uh, amazing if you can provide some of those opportunities. Also making connections. So you know someone who works for a company that might be able to help someone get a sponsorship or get, you know, more collaborations or content out or make a connection for getting on a certain team. If you can help provide opportunities or connections, that goes a super long way. Now, the last one, and maybe I should have started out with this. Hopefully you made it this far. And this one is listen, listen to women. When women speak up about inequalities or how to support them, listen to them. Don't assume you know more about how to support women than a woman who's had to deal with these inequalities, had to deal with these little microaggressions, who had to deal with all these lack of opportunities and all these societal stigmas and all these different experiences. Listen to their experience, believe them, work to understand them and ask them what they need and what you can do. 
just through listening to this podcast, I think that you're in an amazing place. Your heart's in the right place. You're looking to be able to help and support women in sport. If this was sent to you from a female athlete or some a woman in sport, I, I absolutely love that. And I'm so glad you took the time to listen. Uh, no matter how you found this, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I hope that this didn't come off, you know, harsh or negative, you know, and maybe it did. Uh, but I'm really passionate about this. I think this is incredibly important. Um, and I hope that this can just create a little bit of a ripple effect. Like I said, just conversations and the way we talk about women's sports matters. So even if this reaches a hundred people, that is amazing because that ripple effect will last on. So if you're a woman in sport or you are someone who got value out of this podcast or want to send it to someone that is amazing please please do feel free to share the link feel free to share it on social media if it provided any sort of value to you you think it's an important conversation um again if you have another topic that you want covered let me know um i'm at natalie allport on instagram as well as at the all in project is the podcast instagram and i love doing these solo episodes every second week on topics that you guys request So thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you on the next one. Hey, I think that the greatest gift in life is presence. So thank you so much for gracing me with your presence of tuning in to this episode. Now, something that I would appreciate a ton and would help this podcast keep growing is if you, one, take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your social media so more people can find the podcast and hopefully we can help impact more people. As well as number two is if you can leave a rating and a written review. That means so much. And once again, thank you for being here.